You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business, the actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, you have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of the Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. Today, we have an awesome guest, Belinda Wasser, who is a business manager for solo professionals at Rocker Girl Solutions. She is the founder of the membership site, Virtual Assistant Connection, which helps VAs make more money in less time. And she's the host of the Rocker Girl Show. I love how she describes her focus of her work. It's simple to bring order and intelligence to the small business world. Welcome, Belinda. Thank you, Sandra. Thanks for inviting me. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to have you here today. Belinda and I have really gotten to know each other in the past year and a half. And she is such a smarty pants, like knows all the tech, knows how to do everything. So we're in for a treat today because we're going to be talking about newsletters and email marketing. Belinda has used newsletters and consistent newsletters and the format we're going to talk about today to grow several of her businesses over six figures. So it's been a big boost in her business and one that we should all be using in our business and one that I am starting to focus on now. So this is of particular interest to me. So let's dive right in. I know we're talking about newsletters. And my first question is, what is the difference between like a newsletter that goes out regularly and an email that you send? You know, I have clients who kind of send both of those versions, the magazine look version and the email format version. Can you tell us a little bit about like how you use the newsletter version that you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. So to your point, there are two different styles. One is more of a style where you send, you know, air quote, newsletter out, meaning a consistent communication to your people, to your list. And one of them looks like an email. The style that I've adopted is really more of a magazine format. And that's because I always want my readers to know that this is a newsletter. Sometimes I think my people anyway, feel a little tricked when they get the other kind of email, you know, the one that looks like it's just to me until Mm -hmm. they realize. And also my clients, it's not that they're not in the online world, but even my group, the VA Connection, I email them in the very same format every single Monday with the header and the article and the welcome, the very same format. And what I find is the benefit for me is that I have tried the other form Format. And it's much more time consuming. It feels like I'm starting from scratch, where when I have this magazine format that I've thought through the information I want to share, it's really all about now just filling in the blocks, you know, writing a new welcome, writing a new article. So it feels more bite sized to me and much more manageable to do on a consistent basis. And that is, for me, the number one point is it takes so much time. Like that's been such an obstacle in my own business. Like, okay, Now I have to sit down and format that whole piece or come up with all of this stuff. So anything to make it easier. I really like the idea of it being templated in what you're going to describe to us because it does help you move through the pieces quicker rather than like writing one whole long thing. And my readers know what to expect. 
Mm-hmm. And I'll speak about the part where it's hard. It is hard. I kind of make this joke all the time about <laughs> the first time I wrote a newsletter, it took a whole day and several bags of potato chips. And it's yeah. true because I would write a couple sentences. I would feel uncomfortable. I stood up, you know, walk around the house because I'm not a natural writer. I am much more comfortable now. But between the two businesses that I have, the Rocket Girl Solutions and the VA Connection, over the last number of years, I've written almost 200 newsletters. And so now I can just sit down and do it. There's not a lot of stress. In fact, I can even... Yesterday in the car, it's time for me to start writing again. And uh, while we were on our way to Agway to buy chicken feed, I just started jotting down ideas of what I wanted to write about and got excited about it. And so now the writing just it comes over time, even if you're not a great writer. Right. And I would imagine it's easier because you already know that template in your head. So as you're driving and a thought pops in, you're probably saying to yourself, oh, I'll use that in this section. Or it seems like it would make sense in that way. Yes. And and the other thing is I've learned, and this is what I see clients struggling with this all the time, because not only do I have my own newsletter, but I help clients. I probably, I don't know over the course of my career, but right now I probably have 20 active newsletters that I'm supporting every month. So the thing, one of my clients, um, two of them actually launched new newsletters this week, because this is such a great opportunity with what's happening in the world to communicate with a large number of people all at once without leaving your house. And what they tend to do is they tend to want to be too experty. The client that I have, Allison, who I love, she's a nutritionist and, and she's helping people with their eating. In her first newsletter, she was using words I can't even pronounce. And so it really needs to be at the level, you know, three things to help you get to sleep if you're stressed out. Mm-hmm. Got to be really, you know, it's got to be at that level and it has to be conversational because the last thing you want to do is make your reader feel like they're not smart. You know, you want mm-hmm. them to feel like they're, they're tracking, they understand, they are walking away, either feeling like, hey, I'm already doing that or, oh, I'm doing this, but I could do that. Or, wow, I never even thought about that. You know, so that's what the newsletter is. It's really to showcase your expertise but in a conversational way that your audience will understand. Right. And I would also think that that piece of not being too experty trickles down to the fact that if they work with you or buy your program, like they want to feel comfortable in that. And if you come across like almost over their head, they're going to think that program or working with you isn't for them necessarily. That's exactly right. And that's why there's a header. So let's talk about the parts for a minute. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, let's jump in. Let's start with the header. So the header of my newsletter is it's an image that looks like my website, but it's really the cousin. It's not the Rocket Girl newsletter. It's called Rocket Fuel. And it's practical tips small business owners need to know to run their businesses better. Now, the reason I like having a tagline is it reminds me what I'm supposed to write about. And it's also a cue for the reader to know what to expect in the newsletter. Every newsletter has a welcome. And in the welcome is my picture, professional headshot, you know, same headshot all the time. And it's up to date. If someone runs into me, they're going to recognize me. So every couple of years, you have to go get a new headshot for many reasons, but specifically for your newsletter. Then I'll write a sentence that's personal. Like I made a crack about my hair because all of our hair was getting gray and shaggy in March. And so when I sent out my March newsletter, I made a little joke like, can't wait till my hair looks like this picture again. And then I have a little lead in into the article. That's because I want to be friendly, approachable. That's the whole point. 
Then there's the primary article section. And what I do there is give practical tips. Sometimes people are afraid that if they give too much information, you won't get hired. The absolute opposite is true. And and they're always do-it-yourselfers. So that's fine. They're not my clients. So, right, so let me ask you, how long or short are you making this? Like, when it's an article, is it the full article? Is it a, does it link to your blog? Like how I tell me a little bit about the article that you're writing. The whole thing is in the newsletter. And I'll tell you why some friends and I have tested this. And we've talked about this in the past. I've always done it that way. Because imagine you're in the line at the grocery store, and you're reading a newsletter. And now all of a sudden, you have to click a button and you're not on the Wi-Fi or Safari doesn't connect and you're on your phone mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm out of there. Plus, I have to find the place where I left off. It's just annoying. So I include the whole thing so that that thumb can just scroll right up that phone you know, and just keep reading. Awesome. Okay. I also want to go back to your header very quick because I wanted to just comment on the concept of the tagline and having that help you stay on track. Because I think that's a whole nother piece that we tend to feel like we have to do these things. So we go off on these tangents, we might forget what we're doing. And I like the idea of staying on track and having the tagline as a reminder. Do you also have some sort of plan? Like, do you plan out your content so that it stays on track? I just want to, you know, mention, is there some sort of calendar mechanism that you're doing as well? Well, my Rocket Girl newsletter comes out every other week. And that's the cadence. My virtual assistant connection newsletter, which is called the VA Buzz, that comes out every Monday morning. And so it's different for each one. But I want to say that for both newsletters, I really stay in very few lanes. So for Rocket Girl, everything falls under either business processes, office logistics, workflow, or project management. That's it. And it sometimes feels like I'm writing about the same thing over and over and over. But I am because that's what I do. Now you mm-hmm. could have you know, business process could be how to onboard a new client. It could be how to set up a newsletter. It could be how to set up credit card processing. You know, so those are very different topics, but they're all in the same lane. I mean, think of a swimming pool. You know, you have your lanes and you just want to stay right in them. Same thing with the VA connection, pricing your services, productivity tips, getting great clients. You know, that's what VAs want to know about. So that's what I write about. But that's so smart. Because we talk a lot about themes, having themes for your business. And so you've chosen these themes and now you're staying in your lane in the newsletter with that. So the tagline helps you. And then you have these themes that you write about. So they're like the content buckets and that's how you're planning. So that's a really good piece because, you know, when it comes to the newsletter, Again, people get stuck. What do I write about? Okay, go back to bucket one. You know, like let, you could even make it as formulaic as if there's four buckets each week, you're writing about one theme in each bucket, and then you go back to bucket one at the start of the next month. I'm always trying to give ideas to my audience and to my clients about how to create content because that's where they get stuck. There's so much content they know, but when it comes down to sitting down and writing, then it's, oh my gosh, what do I do? So that's why I ask about a calendar. Like, how do you stay on track with that? And that was that answer of those content buckets is, and having those themes is perfect because it it helps to keep you on track with that. Awesome. I'm trying to answer questions. So if I were to write a newsletter right now, I would say, okay, what are people asking about? And I would just sit in my chair for a minute and, you know, quiet my mind. And I know like 
I don't have my notebook here, but for the VA connection, I came up with like, what's the difference between HTTP and HTTPS? What's the difference between WordPress.com and WordPress.org? People asked that in my group last week. An article about that, it's very simple. It's a matter of hosting. And here's three benefits to WordPress.org. And here's why you might choose WordPress.com. To your question of how long, I don't know how many words that I probably should have figured that out before we talked today, but it fits on a Word document, one page, all in. The welcome, the article, and yeah. You know, and I like the idea of answering questions too, because that is the number one place that you know you're going to have content that your audience wants because they're asking those questions. Like whether it's in a Facebook group, you can also, if you don't have your own Facebook group, find those questions in other Facebook groups that you're in. You can be in another business or entrepreneur Facebook group, see that people are asking that same question and then answer it how you would answer it in your own newsletter. Exactly. Yeah. And the formula is really simple. This is how I do the VA Connection newsletter. I say in the beginning, as a virtual assistant, With so many technical details flying all over the place, sometimes it can be very confusing. Today, I'm going to explain step-by-step the difference between WordPress.com and WordPress.org. Read on for more. And then the title is .org versus .com. And then I just, you know, I'll write an introductory paragraph, which is three sentences, three or four bullets, signing off, goodbye. That's it. So it's, I never have to do research. I don't overthink Mm. it. I might have to research.com versus .org to see what comes up in the browser just to make sure I've got them correct. But I don't read 20 articles. I don't research it. I don't overthink it. I already know the answer. And that's where people get caught too. They already know the answer. So this is not a research project or a college paper. It's just like something that if someone woke you up in the middle of the night and said, how do you onboard your clients? You're like, oh, well, I send them an email and I put them on LinkedIn and I add them to my CRM and I already know how I do it. Right. And that how you come across as a likable expert. That whole approach is stopping you from being overly expert you know, being an overbearing expert in that case, because you're just being conversational. You're sharing what you already know versus big words and all of these sources, links and things like that, I think. Right. And I learned that directly from Michael Katz and his website is Blue Penguin Development. And I highly recommend that you get his newsletter. He wrote a book called The Likeable Expert and Hmm. it's all marketing tips about the stuff that I'm talking about, being approachable, being likable. And the thing that I've learned though throughout this is that consistency is the number one thing. It really is. And it's very hard. And I talked with one of my clients the other day because I'm worried that she's sent one newsletter and I'm worried she's not going to send another because she tends to make this big giant research project and stresses herself out. And what I said to her is, she sent a newsletter on Thursday. If you send this newsletter and you don't send it again in two weeks when you promised yourself you would, a couple of things are going to happen. One is that she's going to lose momentum and she's not going to feel good. Like when we promise ourselves, right? And that's sort of off topic, but not really because then that kind of snowballs. So when you start a newsletter, if you decide to do that, it's one of those things that if you promise yourself you're going to publish it and it's, you know, 10 o'clock at night and you're getting in bed, you need to get out of bed and you need to write the first terrible draft. 
it's just worth it. Right. And consistency. I mean, we talk a lot about that in content because then your audience starts to know to expect it. And that's where you really start to see the benefits of any type of content creation that you're doing, whether it's social media, whether it's a Facebook Live, whether it's a podcast, like being consistent is where the gold is in terms of that. Like you really start to see the benefits over time. Right. Because a newsletter is a long game. That's why I'm here. Right. It's totally, totally. it's a total long game. You don't just send one newsletter out and you get business. However, I have, because I've been sending both of my newsletters out, but specifically Rocket Girl for so long, people who I don't even know come to me all the time and they say, I've been thinking about hiring you for a year. Are you taking new clients? Like, can you imagine that? I have no sales conversations and I have a steady stream of between two and three clients coming every single month. And then with the pandemic, when everyone had to go home to work between March and April, between March and May, I had 12 new clients and it's because they know me from my newsletter. I didn't do anything differently. So that was huge. And I really attributed it to that. And then what I do with my newsletter after I write it, which is a whole bunch of stuff that really stretches that content out. Okay, before we get to that, let's hop back into the template. So we've already talked about the header. Mm -hmm. We've talked about the article. And then what comes next? So then I like to suggest that people have a sort of a getting to know you section. So mine is things I can't live without. And I will write about a software tool, you know, that I've just discovered that's really cool. I've written about my chickens. I've written about a friend who offers a service that everyone can access. I've written over 100 newsletters. So I've written over 100 different things. It could be a kitchen gadget. Mm -hmm. The reason I do this is because I want people to get to know me and see, again, this whole approachability and likable expert. And I find that they comment on that more than anything else, especially on social media, because there's less risk right? You can't say something silly about a lemon squeezer, but you might say something that's misunderstands my article and then you're exposed. So I've definitely noticed that. I've also noticed that people don't comment on my newsletter on my website. So I took the comments off because it just, it's now it's a ghost town. They're much Mm -hmm. more likely to hit reply and say something that way. And I just make sure I reply you know, within a couple of hours, because I want to keep that engagement while we're in this conversation. Awesome. And you actually enabled the conversation via email then, really, Mm -hmm. like you're, you know, and so are there days where you're like, Whoa, I have a lot of responses, like that kind of hit a nerve. So you're actually seeing that versus commenting, like, does that take up time? Like, do you build that into your schedule? Or no, it doesn't take up much time at all. It really doesn't. I would say that, I send out an email and maybe two people will comment, you know, they'll say something. And the thing is that the people mostly who comment are people I actually know. And so it's just a delight for them to get in touch with me. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, there's someone annoying or someone who's disagreeing with me. And so I take the high road, I take a minute and I just am very gentle and generous and Mm -hmm. I respond. And, you know, sometimes I need to, like I said, wait a couple of minutes. But yeah, that's probably happened three times in nine years, really. Right. Just, yeah, it's not a big deal. And I've never been overwhelmed. Awesome. You know, we always talk about calls to action. How do you fit in a call to action then? You had mentioned earlier that you don't really sell in your newsletter. So what is your call? Like, how do you do a call to action then? Well, there's a button at the bottom and it says schedule a free 30 minute consultation with me. And let me just look at the what it says exactly. It says set up a time to talk with me about your business. It's free. It's 30 minutes. It's all about you. And people get on my calendar 
with that link all the time. That link is also in my email signature. And I would say it depends on the time of year and and what's going on in the world. But that is how all of my clients come to me. Either referral, they go to my website, they click on that, or they click directly from the email newsletter. So is it different then for the VA connection, which is your membership site, when you're sending out an email, are those people already in your membership site? So it's a different call to action? Or is it anyone who's interested in the membership site? Like, is there a call to action to join, like as if it's a product? Yes. So the VA connection is very, very different because with Rocket Girl, Rocket Girl Solutions is a very white glove business management business. So I have over 50 clients all over the country and in Europe. You know, their phone numbers are in my phone. What we have, I know their spouses' names. You know, I know their business. I've helped build their business or I've been the support of their business. So very different from having a Facebook group with 5,500 people or, you know, sending newsletter out to a large list. When people email me and reply to the email newsletter for the VA connection, what I try to do is channel them to the information that they're looking at. So that might be either suggesting a program that I'm offering, or there's this section in my Facebook group that I think is overlooked to the point that I've just started to post regularly pointing people to it, the unit section. There's a unit Mm -hmm. section in my Facebook group that probably has a 100 videos. The answers to the questions are all there, but the path isn't necessarily clear. That's what my programs offer, the path, whether it's Mm -hmm. I'm holding their hand or I'm standing next to them, but that's what the programs are. So those emails, someone asked me just last night, how do I jumpstart my business? I can't answer that in an email. You know, that's Mm -hmm. a 12-week conversation. So, (laughs) right? So I do. So to answer your question, in, in my email that goes out, I have many emails that go out to my group, but the newsletter that goes out every Monday morning specifically talks about upcoming Rocket Girl shows. And it also gives information about joining the Facebook group because the people on my list are not necessarily in my group. Right. So that's a great resource. So the call to action is to join the Facebook group because the answers to their questions can be found there. And it's a free Facebook group. So that's exactly awesome. So smart. So I want to shift gears a little bit because I know that you have, you know, one of the benefits that you believe of doing a newsletter is that you're able to use the writing over and over again. And I'm big on repurposing. In fact, I've just done an episode when this airs, there will be an episode all about repurposing. So my audience can really understand what we're talking about when we're we're mentioning that I'm big on that. Like if you're going to take the time to do something, and it's going to be a commitment, like reuse that in different places. So can we talk about how you reuse some of the writing that you put out in your newsletter? Absolutely. I have to say that if I had known nine years ago what I could do with this information nine years later, I wouldn't have believed it. It is so powerful, this content. It's amazing. Wow. So the first thing I do is the newsletter goes onto my website immediately. Then what I do is I add it to a spreadsheet that I have and I pull out, I guess they're called pull quotes. So four Mm -hmm. nuggets from the newsletter that I'm going to use on social media. After that, I post it to social media. I put it on Facebook. I put it on my business page. I put it on my personal page. And I then put it on LinkedIn as an article. And I add it to LinkedIn as a post. What's the difference between that? Can you tell us the difference between those? Yeah, sure. So 
On LinkedIn, if you look at the top on the homepage of LinkedIn, there you can click post or you can click article. Article is actually publishing on LinkedIn. So you'd put a header image, you'd put the title, you would put the article itself. And then I also suggest a short bio and a link to subscribe to the newsletter because someone might find it, find you on LinkedIn in an article and they're not a subscriber. So that's actually publishing on LinkedIn versus a post And it's considered original content, where if you're on LinkedIn, if you're posting with a link to your website, LinkedIn doesn't necessarily know that that's your website. It just knows you're pushing the reader to a website. So that has, I believe, and they change this algorithm constantly, but I believe that that's how that works. So I go, I go, there's there's two places. There's a post for your timeline and then an article that you're in wider publishing on the LinkedIn platform, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, cool. So beyond that, there's lots of things that I've seen people do. Once the newsletter is on your spreadsheet and you have these pull quotes, then I put it into a rotation. So you can use uh, Buffer or Meet Edgar and mm-hmm. you can just, you know, it can be used over and over. And I do make sure that all my content's evergreen so that I am still using content from nine years ago because the first article I ever wrote was why your website should be on WordPress, which is still, I still believe it. You know, it's still accurate. Right, right. And if it is still accurate, you can. I mean, that's something that we talked about in the repurposing episode, how Meet Edgar, their plan starts with a thousand social posts. So when you start to think about, oh, am I am I circulating this information too much? A thousand is like the baseline of the amount of posts that you get. You know, so think about that. What are you going to use to put in a thousand posts? All of your content, you're going to recirculate it. Exactly. Exactly. So that's happening. I've seen other places for using the content too. So the book I mentioned, Michael Katz's book, The Likeable Expert, those are newsletters. He's written another book doing the same thing. I also have clients who are, they use it for podcasts. The Rocket Girl Mm -hmm. Show is my newsletter. I open my newsletter. I look at it. I take the four points. I put it on a PowerPoint slide. And that's my visual during the Rocket Girl Show. And that's a video show on YouTube, correct? It's all over the place. It's on Facebook, LinkedIn. It's on Periscope. And it's on YouTube. And it's twice a week. And I use this content to produce that. So in the beginning, of course, it took a lot of time. Yeah, exactly. It's so awesome because you're taking the same thing that you spent the time on and you're giving it so much reach. Exactly. I don't write the newsletter about one thing and then do the Rocket Girl show about the same thing the same week. So the content is, it's Mm. like a big barrel, you know, and it's all bouncing around in there and it just keeps popping out. And what was interesting because I stay in these lanes is that when everybody went home to work and I was looking at what I was posting, the engagement went way up. It's because I write about how to be productive when you work from home. That was an accident. What are things that you should, you know, how to stay focused, how to get clients, all of the things that mm-hmm. people were wondering about in that time. So a couple other ways you can use the newsletter. One client I have has a sales force and he is selling his services and it's a pretty, it's relationship based and it's a long cycle. And so what I do is I take his newsletters, I put them in a Microsoft Word document. I take the header from his newsletter, put it in the header of the, the Word document, put the newsletter in the Word document, his bio at the bottom and his logo at the bottom, create a PDF and I distribute that to his sales team. Now they have you know, 50 newsletters on all these different topics. So if they're in a conversation, they can with someone selling, they can say, Hey, let me send you an article on that. 
and it's written by the managing director or the managing partner, right? So how great is that? The that other, is so great. And the other thing is contributed content. So I've had people approach me many times and say, your newsletter is right on point for my people. Do you mind if I copy it, send it to my list and give you the byline and a link? Sure. You know, all day. All day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. So it's just really being aware of all the different ways that you can use it. And one thing I will mm-hmm. say, don't try to use it everywhere you can the minute you do it because you'll be overwhelmed. I'm describing mm-hmm. a nine-year system. When I first started, I put it on my website, I was done. And then LinkedIn came along. It didn't come along, but the possibility of posting yeah. came along and I added that. And then there was the article. And you know, for me, the next thing is Instagram. I haven't, I haven't really tackled that yet. And um, that's what I'll be doing at the end of July. Right, but you know, right. And I, I, that is such a huge point. I, I always talk with my clients about not having the overwhelm. You don't have to do it all at once. And when you're ready, you've got this pool of content to start using. So you're able to dive into how to use Instagram or start to understand you have the bandwidth. You've got content to pull from already rather than making content and figuring out how to use the platform. Yeah, because the Rocket Girl show is going to go on Instagram TV mm-hmm. because I have 65 of them. So they're ready. Yep. So now yep. to your point, right, I just have to learn the platform. Right, because it is so much at once and we tend to feel like we have to do it and have to be overwhelmed or we get overwhelmed because we feel like we have to do it all. And that's a myth I always try and break in terms of do what's right for you and what you have the bandwidth to do at that time. And then you just increase in small steps. Once you get a system and once you're comfortable with the steps that you've taken, you're like, all right, I've got these down pat. I'm posting regularly to here. Now I'm going to start taking the content and move it over. And that's how it doesn't become overwhelming in the whole process of things. So, and I wanted to also talk about that. I loved when you said like, there are these compilations, like making a whole book out of it. I mean, you know, that that's really dependent on your content, but there's so much that you can do that is just beyond. Like if that's your goal, a newsletter is basically writing a chapter at a time almost, you know? And then when you look at the long game of it, you've got the book published. So it's really thinking about your content in different ways. I also like the idea of the sales tool reprints that you talked about, because those are things that you can take and your client is, is having you reformat them, but entrepreneurs can also reformat them for social media as different posts or infographics or different pieces that, you know, you can use things in different ways. It doesn't just have to be one way. So I like thinking about that in different ways as well. So one last piece I want to talk about in this conversation is we've kind of gone through everything about the newsletter and all these benefits. And there's one benefit that you have mentioned to me that I think people don't think about, like how writing consistently and writing about what you do, like you have said that it makes you more articulate to talk about your brand more. So can we talk about this concept a little bit? Because I always have clients who say, I don't know what to write. And actually, the process of writing will help them figure out their brand more and how to talk about their brand. That's absolutely right. And that, again, was something that surprised me. Because at first, the writing was such a struggle. I felt anything but smart. I have just mostly felt worried and nervous and stressed out because I thought people were going to judge me by what I wrote, which was not the case at all. And in fact, the other opposite happened. People were so excited about it that I was now staying in touch with them. 
but it does make you smart because mm. if you have to sit down and most of us are working, we're working with our clients all the time, but we're not thinking about our businesses. And I think that's a big mistake because it's important to think about what do I do? What do I not do? And what my processes are. So I could be going along every day, you know, onboarding new clients and not really think about it. By writing the article or the newsletter, what makes sense? Should I take this step out? So I'm actually looking at my business, you know, sort of like holding it up in my hand and then turning it around to see what makes sense. So let me give you an example. So people ask each other what they do for work all the time. And usually what happens is unless they're an attorney or a doctor, and maybe even in that case, they start to babble. They babble, 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 and they don't know what to say, and people leave confused. And that's a whole other thing <laughs> in itself. Okay. But the reason I use that as an example is because it's the same thing when someone says, you know, do you do email newsletters? Now, because I've written about them, I say, yes, it's very simple. If there's a straightforward approach, this is how I do it. One, two, three. The person leaves not overwhelmed because I'm trying to tell them all the different things we can do, but because I've already thought about the three steps that are the most important in email newsletter marketing. And I can just tell them in a calm way because I've already done the thinking. So that's how it's helped me a lot. The other thing we haven't talked about, but I want to mention is that I've turned some of these newsletters into full-blown webinars. People have asked me to speak for an hour on a topic. And because I've already done the thinking, I can take that one paragraph and I can make that 20 minutes, you know, if I want to really expand on it. So smart. And it helps you stay on topic for your brand because you have this uh, wealth of information that you can go back to. If someone asks you to speak or to come and be on a panel, like you have all of these pieces to choose from. You don't have to brainstorm. That's right. That's totally right. In fact, before we spoke today, I took a newsletter that I'd written on the topic of newsletters and I reviewed it just to sharpen my brain because I wanted those talking points to be at the top of my mind while we were talking. So good. So I know you have just recently launched the VA Connection Program course. So tell us about it. Tell us what's in it and how you're helping people with the program. Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So when I was looking for a way for people to grow their business, I realized that my secret weapon was really my newsletter. And I know there's a lot of resistance because it's not easy and there's a lot of steps and people don't know what to do. So I decided just to break it down and to take some time and think about how I could help people with their own newsletter. So what I did was I created this course. It's called the Done For You Email Newsletter System. And in it, I teach you how to figure out what to write about. I explain to you my formula on how to keep newsletters on point, short and sweet. I give you a template and I walk you through each section, why it's important, what to include, and probably more important, what to leave out. I show you how to import your email list. And I talk to you about strategies for growing your readership and keeping your list up to date. So these are all in different modules. And I talk about the difference between a newsletter and a blog, which a lot of people get really confused about. And then at the end, there's a checklist that you can use each time you want to publish you know, to walk yourself through to make sure that you're on track. Also, there's a module about social media and how to push your content out even further. And there's one more thing because I thought, all right, so people can know how to have all these pieces. But if they don't have the content, that's what's going to stop them because that's the biggest stumbling block. So what I did was I included 12 newsletter articles that people can use exactly as they are, or they can modify, use them on social media and make the stories their own. 
So that's something that I thought would get people started because it is, it can be really a challenge. Right. And starting is the hardest part. I love the idea of the templates because that really helps give people, it removes the excuses, you know, if they can see the format. And I I find too, people, once they see the format, start to say, oh, okay, I can create my own now off of this rather than creating it from scratch. That's right. It's just not as overwhelming. So for someone who wanted to get started, if they were to decide to purchase this program, they could have a newsletter, you know, really, I don't know, a couple hours because it's all just right there. Awesome. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And I also want to say that Belinda is giving all of the Long Game Podcast listeners 50% off the newsletter system course. 50% off. So when you go to the link, which is in the show notes, use the code, all caps, the long game, also in the show notes, and you will be able to get access for half off. That's so generous of you, Belinda. Thank you so much because there's people who need it. And once they're in your world, they're going to understand like all of the knowledge that you bring to things. Whenever you and I talk, I feel like I'm writing this. <laughs> like, you know, just even when we're talking you know, in our normal conversations, I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, you. So, you know, I know that what you're producing is really going to be value packed. So good luck with getting more and more light shining on it. Belinda, thank you so much for being here today. I also want to ask you, where else can people find you? I know you've got a free Facebook group, the VA Connection, if you want to be a VA, or you're working in the VA capacity, which is a virtual assistant. Where else can we find the Rocket Girl Show and you on social media? So you can go to my business page, the VA Connection on Facebook. You can go to my website, Rocket Girl Solutions, and sign up for my Rocket Girl newsletter if you'd like to see that. I'm also on LinkedIn. My LinkedIn profile is linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Belinda Wasser. Those are probably the best places to find me and at the vaconnection.com. Awesome. And we're going to have all links to find Belinda's shows and social profiles in the show notes as well. But definitely check out the course. And I love, I actually am really interested in seeing how you start to repurpose over on Instagram TV as well, because I have been watching the Rocker Girl show in its other places. So we'll be finding you. Good. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much, Sandra. This was so much fun. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.